So Ben gave me a topic this morning and I was thinking about the topic and I'm not going to tell you the topic yet because as I was thinking about it, I was thinking like I could get up here and talk for three hours and there'd probably be like five of you who'd be like the extroverted ones that are really excited and you'd be like, yeah, you know, this is awesome. However, I know that a lot of people would not feel included and would not walk away saying, how does this matter to me? Uh, and so instead, we are going to try to do something that I'm a big believer in, and that is called uh, Discovery Bible Study. So I don't know if anybody has heard of, of that before, but we're going to try to do that today. And what that means is that I need all of you to get in groups of like three-ish or four-ish. Um, and I'll give you more instructions when, when you do that. But one previous instruction or prior instruction is, uh, well, one, I want everybody to do it, so whether you're... Ray, I don't know how old you are. Uh, I don't want to guess either because that'll be really bad. Uh, or you're, I don't know. I don't know who the youngest person is. But regardless, I want you to, to hop in a group. And Brandon, you, you're the youngest. So, is that what I'm hearing? Okay. Um, I want you to hop in a group. And the only other stipulation is try to be in a group with people that you're not currently at a table with, if that makes sense. So try to get in a group with people that aren't at your table. So if you sit with them, that means I know you know them really well, and I want you to be in a group with not them. So can everybody do that? Let's take like five minutes. Now I'm going to have to re-explain because of Carrington, of course. I'm kidding. I love you, dude. Um, yeah, so if everybody just wants to split up into groups three or four, it'd be great. I'll see y'all staying together. That's cheesy, boys. I, should, I meant to tell people I'd call you out, too, but uh, I feel bad doing it after the fact. Introduce yourself, say uh, your name, something about yourself, real quick. We're not going to spend super long on the introduction. What, the, what is this? No, okay, I thought y'all had five people. I was like, y'all can split up. Mr. Ray, did they all leave you? <laughs> I thought they all left. Yeah, it's very good, very good. You're right. Everybody good? We all got a group? Okay. Uh, so people raise your hand. Who in here has actually done a Discovery Bible study before? Okay, so we have a little. We have a little bit. That's good. I like that. We'll have some experience in here. Um, so if you have not, basically, Discovery Bible study is just a way of um, walking through Scripture together and discovering what God has for us. Um, so we'll kind of get to some of the different questions and steps in a minute. Um, but so one of the key points to highlight is that it's all about just like, let's get in the Word and let's see what God is saying and let's obey it. And so, with that in mind, um, a, one, a couple notes just as we go about today is um, one, one rule that is, is hard for us as people that have grown up in church, if you've grown up in church, is, um, is no hyperlinking. And so what that means is just no, like, no saying, oh, this reminds me of this. Because 
not everybody has the same knowledge of scripture and all passages of scripture are useful for teaching and God breathed. Um, and so um, that's just one basic rule. But with that in mind, uh, the first couple questions, that's why I said we're not gonna do much introduction is because the first couple questions are gonna help us get to know each other, but really get to know each other more than just um, what, we, what we can often do when we come into church on Sunday. So the first one is, um, what are you thankful for right now? Um, what is something that you were thankful for? And I'm going to give an example. And then, so something like um, I would say I'm really thankful because last night I had somebody pray over me. And it was super, super, uh, it was just really, really powerful prayer. And it, um, I don't know, just like revealed to me some things that God was saying. So it doesn't have to be like the most spiritual thing in the world. But just something that's like God-focused, if that makes sense. So not just like I'm thankful that I, you know, ate uh, Mickey D's this morning. Well, you could be. It, like Maybe like you frame that in a way that you're thankful to the Lord. So, whatever it is, everybody share a thanks, and then we'll come back and another question. Okay. Did everybody mostly have it everybody shared? Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just kind of moving quick because we have a short class, obviously, and uh, don't want to push us too far. Um, the next one is, what is a challenge you're either maybe like have faced the last week and it's still like weighing on you you're going to face in the week ahead or um, are currently facing whatever it is uh, a challenge in your life right now Um, so share that with and you can share as much or as low as you want with i know you don't know these people super well that's okay Um, but just share something and then if you have time um what would be really awesome is if one person in the group, because we don't have time for everybody to pray, but if one person in the group could just pray for each of the challenges, just a few words, um, just invite God into those situations. So, um, yeah, take about five minutes again to do that. Um, if, if everybody could bring it back in for a second. Um, so that was the first section. Uh, normally there is a follow-up question for, like, question number three. Um, we're not doing a follow-up because we didn't have a last week, so uh, there's no reason to follow up. But um, instead, we're going to go ahead and move into Scripture. And so if you could, uh, start turning to 1 Corinthians 12. Um, and I'll kind of explain how we're going to do it while you're turning there. 1 Corinthians 12. Um, if you don't have a Bible, you're really close to people, so look up for them. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to read uh, verses 12 through 27. 12 through 27. And um, the first thing we're going to do is just read it. Um, normally, we would reread it, but we don't really have a ton of time today, so we're just going to read it. And then we're, gonna, but we are going to retell it. So retell it just means basically put it in your own words, um, because everybody, you know, has different kinds of like reading comprehension skills or speeds, or may, like maybe not everybody like knows English super well. So it's like. For that reason, uh, we're going to retell it, put it in our own words, so that that way, like, we're all on the same page. We all know what um, God is saying through this passage, and then we'll ask some questions about it. So, if you can, like I said, verses 12 through 27, uh, read it, and then just retell it in your own words. And try to read it out loud, too. Um, One of you, or you can divide it up, whatever you want to do. So I'm just going to go ahead and pose the next question. You can keep talking about what you're talking about. Just keep digging in. But um, the next question is, what does this passage say about God? So it just means, like, what does this tell us about God, about Jesus, about God? (laughs) I can't say it in a better way. Uh, What does it it tell us about him? What does it say about God? 
I'm going to go ahead and pose the next question. Um, and if you have not all answered the last question, that's okay. Uh, you can answer either question and just try to make sure everybody you know has, has a chance to speak kind of thing. Um, the next question is, what does this say about people? Yeah, sorry, I had to remember. Oh, what does this say about people? Um, so just, like, what does it say about either maybe the state of people or what is it um, encouraging us as people to do? Um, if it has to do with people, then you can say it. So uh, what does it say about people? Take about five more minutes, and then we'll do, and we'll do another question. Okay, let's bring it back in for a minute. <coughs> so, uh, oftentimes, you know, in the Bible studies we may have grown up with, that is where, like, that was like the meat of our of, uh, of our time. Like, you know, we spend most of our time just saying, talking about the passage, and that is awesome. Uh, God's word is awesome. However, God's word is also meant to call us to obedience. Um, you know, James says, like, if you look at the word and then walk away unchanged, it's like a man looking in the mirror and forgetting what his uh, re reflection looked like. So we also want to obey the word. And so the next question is uh, basically it's, uh, it's an I will statement. So that it's, you're going to say, I will do blah, 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 based on this passage, from this passage. So um, what is um, this, like, how is the spirit leading you to say, I will do this this week, um, whatever that is. And so just kind of share that. Think about You can think about it for a minute. Um, if you need to bounce ideas off of each other, it's great. Um, but yeah, so share that with each other. And that's just a way to hold yourself accountable um, with these other people. And then we'll come back together and answer one more question. Yeah, and then we'll talk for a minute. So go ahead. Sorry. Oh, one more. One quick point. Sorry. Make uh, this just like a... Anytime you do something like this, make your I will statement smart. I don't know if you've heard that, uh, that phrase. Specific, measurable, actionable, attainable. Mm, whoops. Reasonable is what they are? Realistic. Realistic, okay. Uh, and then time sensitive or something like that. Make it that. So basically all that means is make it something like you can actually do. It's not just like, I'm going to love Jesus more this week. Like I, I want you to love Jesus more, but is that like specific? Like how are you going to do that? So. Okay, awesome. Um, last question, and then a thing, and then we'll get out of here. Um, last question is simple, uh, but think about it and actually make it real. Don't just make it like, oh, y'all do this. Um, the last question is, who will you tell? Another way to put it is, who do you know that needs to hear this passage? Oh, that was a voice crack. Um, who do you know that needs to hear this passage? So who do you know, whatever you took from this passage, who do you know that needs to hear that? And somebody you will actually share it with, not just like, oh, I think it would be a great idea if I shared it with Aunt Susie, but like, I will actually be willing to share it with Aunt Susie. Like, if you can say Aunt Susie, but just make sure you're actually willing to share it with her. Um, does that make sense? Everybody, you think about it for a minute. We'll take like three minutes for this one and then come back together. So, um, like I was saying earlier, we don't want to just say these I will statements and who will tell and walk away um, and not do them because in a lot of ways that's almost more detrimental when we like walk away and we don't obey. We It would be better almost if we didn't know and weren't obeying than if we knew and are obeying. Um, so uh, just a quick thing is I'm going to get Ben to ask, Ben's teaching next week, I'm going to get Ben just to ask like either, I don't know how, he's, how he wants to do it. I don't know how he wants to do it, but uh, either get into your same groups or maybe Ben can just ask you from up front. Probably be more effective to get in the same groups. Um, but point being, 
to get back together and just share like how did what we said we would do go. And so um, to wrap up, I know that like a, that any of this in uh, in First Corinthians twelve, like anything that we just read, slash probably a lot of your I will statements as well. It's like impossible to do if you're not in a real. Well, actually, I meant to ask this question first. Can anybody guess what the topic was today? Anybody? No. It was community. Okay, so. Um, so, uh, point being that you've just developed some community here, and we read about what community in the body of Christ looks like. But the reason what I was going to say was is that a lot of this cannot even be done um, when you're not in a real body of Christ. And what I mean by that is, are you part of a body of Christ that, like this passage says, if the foot is not there, the rest of the, like, are you a foot to the rest of the body? Like, are you, are you part of a body to where if you left, then everybody would be like, holy crap, we don't have a foot. Like, we ain't walking. Um, and, or are you part of a body where if a hand left, you'd be like, holy crap, we ain't drinking coffee. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess you could use your left hand, but it's something you need both hands for. Catch a football. I don't know. Um, and so are you part of a body like that? And the reason I ask that is because I know that, like, in a big church like North Boulevard or um, any just big communities, it's, like, it's not feasible. You cannot know everybody in the church. Like, I know you guys do not know everybody in North Boulevard. But my encouragement is, is if you're not a part of a community to where that is true, to where you're also necessary that, you know, like, each person is essential to the function of the, the body. If you're not a part of that, then try to seek that out this week. And, like, let that be another I will statement. I don't want to add on, on top of you, but like I said, it's almost impossible to, to obey a lot of these things if we're not already in that kind of body. And so um, one thing you can do is if you are like, no, I just don't have that. Like, I don't know how to get that. Um, you know, just take this DBS that we did today. It's really simple, uh, and it's online, too, if you ever want to go to North Boulevard. It's, like, under the discipleship tab, I think. Anyway, it's online, but it's super simple. Just go to, like, people that you love, people that you care about, and just say, like, hey, can we do this together? Like, like let that be your body. I heard Carson say earlier, he stole uh, what I was going to say. He said, uh, like, the church is not a building. So it's, like, this is not the church. The church can be your little five-person group studying the Word together and obeying it, putting into practice. And so that would be my encouragement is just like if this week, if you don't have that already, maybe like you're here, um, maybe you're just here for the summer and you're like, oh, you know, it's so tough to like find community for the summer. Just find a group of friends and say like, hey guys, can we just walk through the word together? Um, and yeah, that's really all I had to say, I think. Um, yeah, that's all I got. So thank you guys. Uh, I'm going to say a prayer super quick just to send us out. And then you can go wherever you're going. So, um, Lord, I thank you so much for today. Um, I just thank you that you've given each of us your Holy Spirit to read and understand your word. Um, and that also you give us that, whole, that same Holy Spirit to put it into practice, Lord. You don't leave us um, as, as just children wandering around in the world, but you have given us um, the ambassadorship of Christ um, to where we are able to go into the world um, and be those that, that shine your light. Um, and so I pray that you would just give us all the fruit that we need to obey what you have revealed to us today, God. Give us each communities, give us each bodies where, um, where we are essential, where our friends, those that we love are essential. Um, and God, I just pray that that would be beautiful to all the people in here and that we would all seek it out together. Um, and so I thank you, Lord. Um, and it's in your name I pray. Amen. Thanks, guys. You did great.